What's up, guys? Welcome to Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying, the podcast that helps aspiring bosses go from nine to fives to seven-figure CEOs. I am your host, Asia Abstin, former bartender turned serial entrepreneur and coach to over 2,000 students. And I am on a mission to help you manifest your dream life, 10X your salary, and step into every room like you own the place. Each week, my guest and I will cover everything money, business, and mindset related to push you to be your absolute best self. You will also be getting financial literacy tips, game-changing perspectives, and passive income plays to impact your confidence and your bottom line. You'll learn how to work smarter, not harder, stop sleeping on your own potential, and climb the success ladder cocktail in hand. Are you ready? Let's get it. All right, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, get excited. Exciting things are happening. I know you're not used to this background. I know you're not used to my guest sitting next to me. But after several DMs, I mean like a selection of DMs, he finally agreed to be on my show. And then he messed up and told me he was going to be in Miami. So, you know, he had to come to headquarters and get it in live and in person. Welcome, my friend. What's up? I'm happy to be here. And it was definitely a range of of DMs, but we appreciate the persistence. Period. Because what I'm going to do, show up. If I don't do nothing else, I'm going to show up. I'm going to show out because you just have a different brain. And I felt Mm -hmm. like it was my duty to myself and my audience to learn from you. And there was no better way to do that. Then to get you on the show. So let's get into it. I appreciate that. Let's do it. All right. I love it. I have a ton of questions for you. Okay. My audience needs all this game because I'm not a fan of college. Okay. I think it's silly for people to go back to school to learn things that they could just learn from you. <laughs> like you went that. so that we yeah. could just mm-hmm. circumvent that whole process. Mm-hmm. So for anybody who doesn't know you, can we get a little bit of backstory? How did you become the marketing genius. How did you get into 100K? Give me a little tidbits for the 100K campaign. How'd this all come about? Yeah, so I'll give you the, let me know if I'm going too long. No, I got nothing but time. All right, cool. So (laughs) I'm originally from Atlanta. Okay. Old Atlanta, right? Not to be confused with the new party scene, Atlanta, Hollywood, old Atlanta. Okay. Right. But no, there's a a foundation for education and community in old Atlanta. Mm -hmm. You think about the different schools that are there, the Morehouses, the Spellmans, the Georgia Techs, the Georgia States, you produce a certain level of quality. So that was my foundational experience. Okay. So I agree with you in the sense of traditional college is a dinosaur in a sense. That's all I'm saying. Um, But I studied- It has its purposes. For sure. But yeah, a dinosaur. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I studied marketing in undergrad and I went right into corporate. So- the easiest way to think about it is every time you go in the store, Target, Walmart, what's your top grocery store here? Publix. Publix, right? There's a rhyme and reason as for why everything is on the shelf. Somebody's thinking about this new version of this soda, this candy. How much should it be? What's the price? Well, I was one of those people that were taking multi-billion dollar brands all around the world and figuring out how do you adapt them to the environment and the culture that you find them in, right? Sounds rich. <laughs> it's good. The flip side is corporate culture, especially for a lot of us. We don't really know the norms and the values that go into that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was always in conflict with like who I am as a person versus what I do for my work. So I said, I got to be another way. So I left and I just celebrated my six year anniversary. Full-time Come on, somebody. I yeah, love that for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
So I left to start a business with some friends, ironically called Been Broke Before, paying homage to the journey and trying to show people different ways out of it. Mm-hmm. And how do we celebrate people's story who started from humble beginnings, right? Fast forward that through navigating some things. I was doing this thing called consulting, but I didn't know that that's what it was. <laughs> okay. I'm just everybody's smart homeboy from the hood <laughs> that you call before you do something stupid. Like, hey, I got $10,000. I want to start a business. What should I do? Right? Got I got a hundred thousand dollars. Got it. So a hood Everybody, consulting business. That was me, right? I love that. So I was talking to one of my buddies, and he's like, "You should do this for a living." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Do what? Right? Take this and make money off of it." He's like, "You know how to make a million dollars?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "So then you know because I made that? it for all these people." Yeah. So you know how to make a hundred thousand? I'm like, "Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure, for me." For me yeah. right? I don't work. Walk some people through that. Teach that. I said, "Well, let me sit with it." You right? had an aha right? moment. And one of the bases of anything marketing is start to research. Mm-hmm. So I went and looked up and said, what percentage of people don't make 100000 whether they have a job or a business? And roughly 90% of people don't. So while we are doing well as entrepreneurs and we're celebrating and we're talking about it, the vast majority of people are trying to navigate these waters. Mm-hmm. How do I get there? How do I get all this stuff out of my brain and turn it into a product or a service that somebody might buy? So that was sort of the genesis for why the company was named such. And I took all of the information I got from formal education, from corporate training, and from doing my homeboy version of consulting, right? We also had a marketing agency and some more. And I said, let me just, let me teach teach what I know and let's help other people do the same. I love it. Yeah, for sure. That's brilliant. Okay. So you got out of corporate. Yeah. You had a (laughs) consulting agency. You had the aha moment of how can I bring this information closer to people who actually needed people I can impact. Mm-hmm. And was that a straight line to success or did some shit fall apart? No, you know it don't go <laughs> like that. You know it don't go like that. I know the whole backstory, that, but they don't know. Right? So we got to tell them But for everybody, I want them to think and understand that they're not abnormal in their journey. Mm-hmm. I always say that entrepreneurs over-index for depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. and self-deletion. I won't say the word. Right? Yeah. Primarily because we're sensitive. We see what can be when other people see what is. Mm-hmm. So somebody's driving the by, they, they see a field, you see a parking deck. Right. They see a field, you see a high rise. Mm-hmm. Right. They see an obstacle, you see, oh, you can start this without any money. They see I need inventory and warehousing. You know, I'm drop shipping. So you, you know, know I'm, I'm about that too, life. I'm going to figure out. You don't pull, pull up on me and expect <laughs> me to not know my info. I know who I'm sitting with, right? You know, so that's my love yeah. language. Okay. They see excuses and you see opportunities. Mm-hmm. So because we are in those things and because we don't always understand how to be resourceful, we think we have to always have the resources. Mm-hmm. Two different things, mm-hmm. right? And so I felt compelled to like, I got to get in here. I got to make a difference. I got to figure this thing out. But I took on water. We were building a business, and at the same time, my pride and ego was still at the level of the success I had seen from corporate. But my entrepreneur success wasn't married to that yet. But I'm still out spending money like I'm replenishing it at the same rate, right? I'm still driving the fancy cars and living in the fancy places while I'm trying to figure out And were you just expecting it to catch up faster, or you just didn't know what you didn't know? Two things. One... I made my first 100000 at 25. Mm-hmm. That was my norm. Gotcha. I didn't think about the fact that I worked for a company that was 100 years old. Mm-hmm. And what <laughs> their made first, $100 million dollars a month. Right? Gotcha. What their first years might have looked like. Mm-hmm. So I just had a disillusion between going from corporate to entrepreneurship. This should be like a lateral move, as Easy. we used to call it. Right? Yeah. How hard could it be? Right. And you don't understand the back end side of setting your business up the right Until way. Until you're deep into it. Right. So gotcha. it got so humble. I moved back home with my mom. How old were you when that happened? 
too damn old. I couldn't right? even imagine. No, I was, if I wasn't late 20s, I was early 30s. Ooh. Right? Brutal. And I didn't have to. Yeah. But it was the, the smart here was the beauty. Me and my mom didn't know each other as adults. Hmm. Okay. I left to go to college. I went into the working world. Mm-hmm. I would send money. I would buy a gift. Mm-hmm. I would exchange pleasantries. But we hadn't shared the same roof since I was 18. Right. So I didn't even know that I needed to get reconnected with my mm-hmm. mother at that level. Another piece, because she had moved back to the town mm-hmm. that she's from, a little south of Atlanta, I reconnected with grandparents, great uncles. It was a whole lineage back the whole there thing. that you weren't having I learned to. that my family were <clears throat> entrepreneurs for 50-something years. So mm-hmm. something was calling me home mm-hmm. more than anything. Literally and figuratively. Yeah, I just had to be willing to sit in the pain of losing the ego mm-hmm. while learning how to be this new success. Thing. How long were you in that situation? I was in this situation one year longer than I should have been. Ooh. No, I actually stayed home a total of three years. God. And the last year, everything was rolling and I was just stacking. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I want you to get it's back to It's about that time. Fit, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was good. And now we on the moon. We're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it's well. The, y'all, he the opposite of me. Because you know I'm going to stand on my He's like, no, I'm chilling. I'm cool. It's whatever. <laughs> I've been on this. Like, this is light work. Okay. I love it. And when did you drop your first digital product? Because- they have made such an impact on so many yeah. people, including myself. When was the first one? You know, I got a story for everything. I love it. I Tell wish me I knew this was story. a question because I was, I'm going to see if I can find it in my notes while Let's I do it. But I wrote the outline for my first ebook. I want you to see this. You sat on it for quite some time. Yeah, I was in Paris. Look at this. I've never changed it. What okay. year is that? 2014. I wrote the outline for an ebook in 2014 while I was suffering with a thing called imposter syndrome. Mm. Here I am in Europe building out the number one writing business for paper made ink pens, mm-hmm. building out part of our European marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like confident don't enough deserve. to write an ebook on how to do marketing. This book didn't The come, math wasn't mathing, dog. It wasn't adding up. We, we wasn't adding Did up. you carry the two? That's what I'm saying. And it still wasn't giving it to you. It wasn't giving it. That's crazy. So that book took three years to develop. This is the thing, though. I'm actually the most proud of all the things I've launched. It's still aging gracefully. It's solid. But I also fell on my face. How so? My expectations for how well it was going to sell and what it actually did, Uh it did well, right? But did you have an audience at this point? Not, like, not, you not nearly what I thought I needed to sell, okay. right? Like, I've been telling I people. everybody going to buy Everybody. Y'all gotcha. been marketing. Y'all been telling me, right? Gotcha. Y'all know my story. Not but, knowing what conversion rates yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't understand. So what's tight about corporate marketing mm-hmm. is you're not responsible for the execution. There's a sales team. There's account managers. Mm-hmm. There's this whole infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Well, we know on, on an entrepreneurial level. We do everything. Like, everything. Yep. I'm HR. And yep. I'm sales. Yep. Customer service, um, marketing, everybody. Mm-hmm. So when I talk to my audience about putting out content that doesn't get engagement, putting out products that don't anybody buy and tasting that. Yeah. It comes from a true, actual, real, live place. And I said, never again. Oh, so you was one and done. No, I said, I'll never taste this again. Oh, okay. I got some for y'all. <laughs> okay. And we went from like 3,500 followers to 100,000 in a little over 12 months. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy growth. No ads. No ads. I love it. You know, I'm the same way. I don't believe in ads. I can't run ads. It ain't my, it ain't my job. No, no. <laughs> I'm not against them. But I'm not against I haven't, them I haven't run them for my personal them. business. Exactly. Yeah. Haven't needed it. Yeah. I love it. 14 and it dropped in 17. 17. Took you three years. That yeah. is wild and i always try to teach to my audience like 
perfectionism and procrastination, it's a scam. Mm -hmm. Put the shit out. Just drop it. What's Mm -hmm. the worst thing that can happen? If you're not embarrassed by your first product, then you waited too long. I respect it. You're supposed to look back and be like, oh, is that really the cover? Can I give some background of why we probably feel that way? Give me the scoop. So I don't know. You look really young, so I don't know your age. But let's say you were around my age, right? Eternally. 80 baby. But facts. Hence the Bone Thugs t-shirts. Rock with me. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) We saw the end of the industrial age mm-hmm. where everything had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. This microphone has to fit a speck because mm-hmm. it has to fit into a box. Mm-hmm. And that box has to fit onto a pallet. And mm-hmm. that pallet has to fit onto a shipping container. So there was so no room we for saw, error. There was no room for error. Got you. When we were kids, we walk in line, put your hand over your nose and do this and sit here and cross your legs and sit like this and be perfect. Because these were the folks that were coming out of industries and plants and you have to be able to keep people alive by getting them to follow step-by-step instructions. Mm-hmm. We're now knee-deep into the creator. Economy. Yeah, life is so different. You do not it's have... It's 47 genders. Like, they don't, it, ain't no rules. It's whatever. Listen, I say that to say if you were ever going to be authentic, now is the time. 100%. However you are, somebody's going to like it. There's an audience for you it. You just got to stand A big it. audience. Like, A huge audience. Especially with social media. At scale for fractions of a penny. We love to see it. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Hello. You hearing it, Get Rich crew. I've been telling y'all this. Now you got the boss telling you this. This is the time. <laughs> what are we waiting for? Like, these jobs don't care about y'all. I mean, I hate to tell you, <laughs> unless your name is on the door, you don't have job security. And even then, look what they did to Papa John. Okay? They taking your whole business from up under your neck. We got to have other you sources of I income. We have to diversify and for use sure. our talents. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Okay, now before we get too deep into the questions, I need to know what the Get Drunk Cocktail of the Week is. Mm. What does Madi drink when you are celebrating something good went down, something sold out, something went platinum? What is the beverage of choice? You're acting up. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Hence the name of the show. So you knew what it was when you signed up. I believe in old school tried and true drinks. Okay, now I'm I'm nervous. What you I'm real chill, right? Okay. So one of my drinks is a sidecar. Oh, I love a sidecar. Right? Hennessy. Hennessy. Period. Yeah. Now, if you want... Never mind. No, I ain't no never mind. It's too late. We already recorded it. Switch out the Get you some Remy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right? we good. Just because you just balance it out a little differently. But my summer drink, <laughs> I'm a brown liquor sipper. Connoisseur. And I'm a red wine drinker. Okay. But in the summer, because big fella going to overheat. Okay. I go with a classic Grey Goose Gimlet. But okay. Must have fresh lime juice. I don't want sweetened lime juice. I need mm-hmm. to see somebody. No roses. You want to yeah, put some love into the joint. lime. Got it. Give me some agave. Mm. And we good. Oh, you exotic. Hello. Agave. They you fancy in Atlanta, y'all. Okay. Love it. Of course, guys, I will link a recipe to a sidecar, to a gimlet, all the things. Yeah. We'll name them Madi's Recipes coming One, one up. more. I don't, yes, know if, I don't know if it has a name, but... It's really just, you know, we're from the South. We mm-hmm. drink lemonade and sweet tea. Mm-hmm. Sweet tea, a little bit more lemonade, mm-hmm. and douce. Okay. Keep it black on. Hello. Is that still Listen. Jay's brand, right? It's under his umbrella? Don't he made a soul. Don't that. make me do all yeah, that. Don't okay. make me go on the record and start saying things. But use your grandmother's <laughs> lemonade recipe. How about that? Right? Deal. And then throw yeah. that douce in there. It and sounds like a plan. We love it. We love it. <laughs> Actually, when we're done with the show, I'm going to go, I'm going to make you one. Let's do that. And I got a series coming up. It's going to be called Content and Cocktails. Oh, we I wonder a- who would be great 
wait to start you know co-star the episode. It's gonna be dope. It's I got a recommendation dope. if you need somebody. I, I, I think I, I, think I Y'all know. Y'all know I shoot my shot every time. <laughs> For sure. Okay, so I polled some of my entrepreneur friends mm-hmm. because I had questions for you, but I asked my richer friends okay. to give me even better questions for you so we okay. could get all the way up in there. Yep. So let's get into it. Okay. So how would you explain market research to a new business owner mm-hmm. and how should that impact how they operate? I love that. Tell it to me one more time. Let me get the full How result. would you explain market research to yep. a new business owner yep. and how should that research impact how they operate yeah so the number one rule is you have to sell what people want to buy period don't try to get them to buy what you want to sell (laughs) yes correct so the biggest thing for marketing is test and verify Mm -hmm. test and we test everything Mm -hmm. the only difference i have is i've been doing this at this point i took my first marketing class 17 years ago I'm just starting from a higher level of research and understanding than the average person. But if you were thinking about market research, you want to look at a couple of different factors. And it's going to get a little nerdy, so we'll get out the dictionary. I got time. Too, right? So first, we're going to start with qualitative research. Deeper questions with fewer people to extract some type of gem. Right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk dropshipping, for example. One of the biggest barriers to starting is people like, I don't have the capital. Right. Right. So you want to poke into it and go, is it a lack of capital or is it a mindset issue? If it truly is just a lack of capital, but your mindset is free, I can teach you how to do this thing. If your mindset believes that you must have capital, then, then we this got is a going, problem. Right. Gotcha. But I'm going to pull that out in qualitative mm-hmm. and figure out some nuances. Then I'm going to run it back in what's called quantitative. This is typically surveys and polls. I want to see do are the same people, people think have the same, the same thing? issue. Gotcha. From there, all I need to figure out then are what are the three obstacles standing in a person's way? Because that's what I'm going to message against. Mm-hmm. I want to put you in a situation or a scenario where you can see yourself and where I become the only viable option for the Oof. way out. So if you say, hey, I have abundance in thinking, but mm-hmm. I haven't been able to translate that into resources. I'm willing to do the work. I'm just not quite sure what the strategy the how is. is. Okay. Yeah, I'll do the work. If you show me how. Right. And then my buddy David talks about being coachable. You have to have a high level of faith. Right. High level of belief. Low level of agreement. I'm getting ready to take you somewhere you've never been. Just roll with me. You don't have to agree on how we're going to get there. (laughs) Right. Just roll with me. But yeah, when I'm looking at research, everything will fall out of the numbers. Okay. If I wanted to revamp any part of your business, the first thing I would say is show me the ugly stuff. Show me the numbers. Show me the insights. Show me everything you've done. And we're going to pull the answer out of what already exists. Here's I love the it. catch. I love research, but some people will take it to analysis paralysis. And do nothing. Oh, yep. 100%. Yep. So knowing when to stop and say, I actually have enough to take the next step. That's the other critical part. I love that. And Get Rich Crew, you usually have enough. And I only say that because so many people will be following me forever. They done mm-hmm. took every class. They done read every book, every mm-hmm. blog, every article. And I'm like, great. Where's the product? Mm-hmm. And we on year two. We still don't have a product. Like, we can't test things. Like, there's only so much research can do. You yep. have to put the offer out and yep. see how people respond to it. That's the, actually the greatest form of research. At the end of the day, I'm going to look at consumer behavior mm-hmm. more than I'm going to look at consumer desire. If you ask somebody what they want, 
They want everything. The they sun, don't know the moon, what they the want. The stars, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm going to look at what do you have? Mm. I'm going to audit your surrounding. Okay, I see flowers. I see art. I see this. So I see these that. things will be in alignment with what you want instead of me trying to pull it out the air. Absolutely. Got you. Yeah. It's like right. dating. You ask a woman, like, what's she looking for in a man versus who she done dated? I'll find more about you from looking into your past. <laughs> Dead to the bed. What you on that the, note. Uh, the, the get rich. What's the name of the what's Get the name rich of the, or get drunk trying. Come on now. <laughs> Uh and moving right along but (laughs) another key tip on that that i really loved was making your offer the only viable solution absolutely put that on a t-shirt like that's legit how i feel is get rich or die trying like there is no plan b Mm -hmm. there is no backup this is Mm -hmm. the only thing you gonna double back and i'm gonna charge you double but either way we're going to wind up in the same situation because i'm the only viable solution love that write that down Write that down. Tell that to your mom. Okay. Next up, marketing to Gen Z versus Mm -hmm. marketing to millennials. How do brands pivot? Like what does Gen Z need that millennials don't need or vice versa? The thing about millennials, anything, if you study us, we're not as different as we think we are. Oh, no. It's the fraction of what age you find people. If mm-hmm. you back us up to when we were 19 and 20. We were exactly our, like we them. We were the same way, right? <laughs> yeah. Except we didn't have the 47 genders. Now, you need to stop. No, I'm have, with it. I'm just saying. <laughs> we didn't have the technology. Mm-hmm. So and access. part of the abundance in thinking is because they just see stuff differently. Gotcha. Right? Because so, they see more of it. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's been normalized. So my niece is a sophomore in college. Mm-hmm. She was born when Facebook came out. She don't know a life without without it. Right? Got you. But if you're talking to millennials, one, understand where they fall, right? So the oldest millennials are 39, 40 ish, mm-hmm. right? The middle of us are sitting in that 33, 36 range. We had a different phase in our life. We mm. still don't want structure. We still want to feel like <laughs> our contribution don't. matters mm-hmm. and we want to be valued. But you got to hit us with the real shit. Like mm. you can't fluff us. We've seen enough of it. We Just because we've been on the planet long enough. Absolutely. Got gotcha. you. Right? Gen Z is similar in that regard, but because they've seen different things technologically, they're willing to take way more risk. Oh. They're willing to try things out. They're not looking. We still got parents that worked job for 40 years. So some of us are still like, I don't know. Gotcha. Like, yo, you a whole millionaire. You still working a job that pay 80000 for the benefit. On a safe sack. No shame. But <laughs> gotcha. you can just pay for this now. Yeah, you right? got it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So Gen, whole plans for you. <laughs> Gen Z, and I would say even more so those who follow, mm-hmm. they have never had to buy into that belief. Mm, so right? they don't have to tear it down in order to move forward. Nope. Because they never had it to begin Absolutely. with. Absolutely. I love They're that not for them. Internal, they don't have the internal friction that we might have. Mm. You said something earlier about job security. Yeah. Right? What's the concept? What are y'all talking about? None of this stuff is secure. <laughs> I'm going to just build my own. And then you got a friend that's like a millionaire on YouTube and y'all 16, y'all Literally. 19, y'all 21. Children. Yeah. So you're going to have to come to them with a different type of conversation, allow them to be involved in the process mm-hmm. and understand that they're going to test things, try things and move around faster. Okay. So they take a lot more risk than we do. So those that are trying to cater to that market, can they be riskier in their marketing as well? I think so. This is a beautiful question. Thank you. Great question. Brains and beauty. Um, <laughs> yes, you can be riskier in your marketing as long as you don't buy into the belief that this 20, 30 year story mm-hmm. matters anymore. Like if you look at, mm-hmm. they used to tell okay. us, don't have any gaps in your resume and right. what were you doing? Right? Like those things don't. Now it says as... traveled the world. Yeah, Why? absolutely. <laughs> it says 
WFA, work from anywhere. Mm-hmm. At best, you get in hybrid culture where they're like, can you come in maybe once or twice a week? Gotcha. So I don't tell people to put random foolishness on the internet, but also this isn't going to follow you to your grave the way we used to think it's going to. Mm-hmm. Try some shit. On your permanent record. Yeah, yeah. yeah this ain't that thing. no more. Gotcha. This ain't that. So try some stuff out. Have some fun. Mm-hmm. And I would say, especially if you're talking to Gen Z, don't do what we hated. Don't talk at them. Bring them into the conversation and talk with them. Love that. And that's what social media is for, y'all. I mean, you on TikTok eight hours a day anyway. Like, <laughs> it's supposed to be a two-way conversation, my friends. Oh, that was such a good answer. Okay. So this one is for me exclusively. Okay. This Uh-oh. is for Asia in okay, real life. What's up? And this is why I do this show because okay. I can't afford you. Mm. So the best way for me to get this brain is to have you on. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you an Asia-specific question. What's up? How can a brand, aka mine, yep. attract a better quality audience versus just a larger audience? Cool. So a couple things. One, which is kudos to what you're already doing. You must create your own community. The other thing is that you must join communities. Not so much because you need all of the information. You may feel solid. You got to be in the room with your peers and you got to be in the room with your ideal clients. Mm-hmm. So when you pay $20,000 to get in a room with other people that pay $20,000, they think, behave, believe a different way. Mm-hmm. It becomes easier for you to then do business with those folks, right? What you're talking about, I translate into catching a big fish. Explain. Big fish don't eat worms. They eat small fish. So you need to land big fish clients. And take them through the entire marketing experience. For example, I don't have experience in dropshipping. Mm-hmm. What would it look like for us to do a three month, six month, 12 month trial where you teach me the game ghost? Mm. We'd be super transparent. We peel back all of the layers and you go, Hey, here is, remember when I talked with Marty and we talked about this as an idea? Well, I followed up with him and mm-hmm. he said, let's do it. And now a these year later, the these are the results. But walk them through the process. Mm-hmm. Now, for everybody underneath that, they like, well, if Marty willing to, right? And I've been looking at his content. My little excuses don't matter, Period. right? And then it brings you into my orbit and vice versa. My relationships become yours. The network becomes yours, mm-hmm. and you get a richer quality. The other thing, this is hard. Okay, I'm nervous. Hit no, me. <laughs> you just gotta start saying no to stuff that's not in the season that you're in. Um, so what we're doing on our side, we're building out businesses very different. So I use a model very similar to the fashion industry. Think about a triangle. At the top, you got runway fashion. Mm-hmm. The average person is not going to be in this Market, outfit no. that they see. Right. right. Then you have the middle of the stuff, which may be your suits, some of your traditional ready-to-wear stuff. It may need a couple of modifications. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom, you got cologne and Gucci belts. Gotcha. Right? So for us... Serve your clients at the top, allow your team to serve in the middle, mm-hmm. allow your brain and system to serve at the bottom. Mm-hmm. We got to see you in the room, see you having conversations with the quality people that you desire to work with. No shade to those that are at the bottom. You now have a systematic process for how they can get up to the top where you're now at. Well, I can't tell you how accurate that is. Because <laughs> when I tell y'all I'll never leave Miami, y'all know that I don't go outside. I don't be at the functions. I don't even open the emails because I'm not going because I don't want to go. It's not my thing. But I know you're not telling me that they're wrong. God damn. But you can be selective, right? Just think about any of the people that you enjoy learning from, learning with mm-hmm. and say, hey, Marty, hey, John, hey, whoever. Amy, hey, whoever. Yeah. Like, what's one thing I need to be at? Right. Okay. And if That's you don't fair. want to join it, think about how you bring it to you. That's fair. Yeah. I'll pick like two or three and pop up. For sure. I feel like we're going to strike up a partnership or something, but 
You know, we'll see. Leans into the camera for those who are not <laughs> watching and they just listening. Dives in. Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, y'all. Y'all are welcome to use that advice for yourselves, but that was for your girl. Cause random, can I give you I'm a random sidebar? I Please. appreciate um, the way your personality comes through in real life okay. and it matches. Sometimes, yeah, I'm the same person on yeah, the internet. Yeah, sometimes like, you don't know, right? You like you run up on somebody and you be like, oh, shit, that's the whole persona. But <laughs> I appreciate your genuineness. I'm the same person, through. my yeah, G. I appreciate you. Y'all, see, maybe I should have come outside so I could be the same person. Huh? <laughs> Damn, run. I just be hiding in Miami. I really don't leave. But the it's irony paradise. of hiding in Miami. I know. It be cold other places, y'all. I don't, y'all got a lot of traffic in LA. Listen. Atlanta is weird capacity. You yeah. Don't, don't come. That's back. what I'm saying. I'm good. Somebody invite me to Vegas or LA for a function, then I'm available for that. That I can make time for. <laughs> That's a little bit more my scene. Yeah. All right. Next up. How do you know when to go from organic marketing to paid marketing? Yeah. So I don't see them as a transition. I see them as a compliment. Agreed. Um, depending but tell on, me yep, more. Depending <laughs> on the speed that you want to move at. You can move into paid quicker Mm -hmm. if you already have expertise. I think you should never abandon organic because there are still people that are going to take the wait and see approach. Mm -hmm. I can make a beauty. We can come up with an ad right here. Mm -hmm. But when they go to test and verify and they go to your site and they go to your social and they listen to your podcast, they want to see if this is real before I give you $10,000, $40,000, $1,282. It doesn't matter. Right. Whatever they feel like is their investment, they need to know you're real and that this thing works. Mm-hmm. Organic is our best way to build community and do that. Paid, you can have a couple of things run the internet, a couple of retargeting ads. Yeah, and just beat them it's into an, submission. Absolutely. Yeah, but right? it's still not the same energy. It's not the same. So one, I want you to get good at creating an amazing piece of content, which should have three functions. One, you need the creative. That's the photo. That's the video. That's the written word. Two, you need the context, which typically lives in the caption and gives more yes. understanding as to what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And then you need a call to action. What do you want me to do? When you get great at creating one piece of content, next thing you do is how I create a series of these. Mm-hmm. And once you're good at that, it's a matter of picking the things that are performing well and starting with those as a base to then amplify and get into pay. Also with pay, figure out if you want to be the person that runs it. Or if you want to hire out for that, mm-hmm. because it can get quite nuanced, especially Ooh. if math isn't a strong background for mm-hmm. you. That's yeah. why me and Ads Beef, like my, <laughs> oh man, I be carrying the tube and I don't be getting it. And me and Ads, we are stressful, but organic marketing is my jam. Yeah. It's my love language. Yeah. I'm good at it. So I just outsource the rest. Yeah. And even <laughs> the phase of where we're at in business now, we're like, we're moving beyond quote unquote, me as the solopreneur mm-hmm. and we're fully building out a team, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a level of efficiency that comes from paid exactly. marketing and we'd be foolish not to take advantage of that. It allows us to put the right people in the right spaces to make sure we're being very, very, very purposeful with how we use our time. And we can stay in our zone of genius yeah. instead of trying to figure out something else that somebody else is already good at. For sure. Love it. For Sounds sure, for like sure. a plan. Y'all write this down. <laughs> okay. I got another one mm-hmm. for you. I got a lot. So, okay. I appreciate the preparation. Oh, I'm ready to go. You have no (laughs) idea. I can keep you here all day. Uh, We good. We good. Next up. Okay. If you had to choose just one platform to maximize impact or maximize conversions, which one would it be? Social or otherwise? Impact, conversions, just one. What would it be? So I'm still in today's time. Instagram is still bread and butter. 
Instagram is my bag. That's my Instagram is bread and butter because of diversity that lives within the content, mm-hmm. right? I can get short form video, long form video, Got written no word, I can do everything. Photo, live, etc. So it's still a hub for mm-hmm. me for maximizing conversions, especially through community. If you are a infopreneur or somebody that really knows your way around knowledge, YouTube is a solid money maker primarily because you can get paid just by virtue of creating the content. Mm-hmm. So that first stream income will come from the ad revenue of you putting out great content and people coming to check it out. Mm-hmm. If you then have a systematic way to turn them into customers, you double, triple, quadruple, 10x your money from there. But baby, TikTok. <laughs> I know. As much we as I've been. Yeah, like I'm late to the I'm party. I'm fighting demons. I'm late but I'm to doing the party. It. <laughs> but. I wouldn't pick it as my first. No, me either. I pick it as a beautiful compliment as a second. To what I'm already doing. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And you know what helped me a lot or for anybody that's struggling with TikTok? Because TikTok and I were like truly beefing. Once somebody explained to me that TikTok is Instagram stories, mm-hmm. not reels, mm-hmm. that was my aha moment. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so all I had to do is talk to the camera, mm-hmm. talk about what you know is on my mind, keep it pushing, I can do that versus reels. I need a whole thing. <laughs> I need a director. I need lighting. I need a boom guy. Like, uh, it's just... I, I hear the terminology, though. Come well, on, Well, listen, because I know on. what I'm talking about. Okay. But that's why me and TikTok was beefing, because okay. I thought it was reels. Yeah. yeah and now yeah. I know better. Yeah, shout out to TikTok. Everybody on there, please follow me. I need it. Follow <laughs> we, me, body. I will link it. our stuff in the show notes. Don't you worry about it. Okay, yeah. so the answer is wherever your strong suit is, yeah. there is a platform for you. Absolutely. For us, if you, if you want Instagram. to, if you want to get the widest range, I would still say Instagram. Yeah. Agreed. And then what's the flanker platform to compliment? Yeah. Love it. Shout out to y'all. We're gonna make some money with this episode. Very on, very now. excited about it. <laughs> we love to see it. What is the single most important metric to measure to see if our marketing is working? That's a loaded question. Amadi don't like boxes. Nobody puts baby in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Or what are the top three most important? I would say let's do it a different way. Okay. At any point in time, you're going to have people in three different phases. People that are unaware of you, despite Mm -hmm. the hard work you put in, there are more people that have never heard of you or me than those that know us. Right. So for that metric, What we're really looking at is awareness and we want to be able to track shares. Are people saying this is so valuable? I got to tell somebody about it. Okay. Love it. The second phase is people are like, hey, I've been watching you. I've checked out a couple of episodes. I'm in your comments, Mm -hmm. but I don't know yet if you are for me. The trust part ain't there or the I'm just feeling my way around. We call it the middle of the funnel. Mm -hmm. Right. But they need a little bit more trust. And for there, I would look at a couple things. One is comments. The other one is saves. Mm-hmm. Why? Comments is a person in the most lightful way trying to start a conversation with mm-hmm. you. They want to know more. They, yep. They're itching for information. And saves is a measure of intent. They may never come back to yeah, it. But they plan But they to. intend to. Mm-hmm. Right? So this lets me know, right, we're starting to build something here. Mm-hmm. Somebody chit-chatting and 350 y'all says y'all going to come back and look at this. Perfect. People want to talk about this thing, Mm -hmm. right? And so in that middle part of the funnel, that's what I would be tracking. If you have a back-end system, then that links to email subscribers or text message numbers that you collect. Gotcha. Phone numbers that you collect. Mm -hmm. People are saying, you have my permission to keep the conversation going. Mm -hmm. Love it. And then that last piece is, we got to get to the money. Period. Right? Because that's my first piece. (laughs) But we got to get to the money, right? So be it website clicks, be it person coming to join your webinar, whatever those things is. But ultimately, we're going to look at the dollars. 
And when I want to look at the ratio of how many people make their way through this process and what's the relationship to the money that we make. I think that's such a smart answer. Like there is a single metric for where you are, but it mm-hmm. depends on where you are. There's yeah. not a blanket metric for yeah. all of us. It's not going to be sales for everybody Correct. all the time. Your business is going to go through phases because there are, like you said, always people who have never heard of you. And so even if you were to look and audit my page yeah. now, I'm in the middle and the bottom part. I'm not Because you interested. started over and we're going to get into that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Because I need the full team. But the main the, thing the that I'm, I'm looking to build now is strengthen the community part. Mm. I don't need, I don't new necessarily people. need new followers. You just want to get I deeper into deeper. the ones that you have. Exactly. So it's like if you, let's say you go out to a bar yeah. and you meet some people and yeah. you get some phone numbers. Yeah. At some point, you got to stop collecting numbers and set some dates. It's only seven days in a week. You feel me? Yeah. I'm yeah. exhausted. So Just thinking about it. That's it. Gotcha. I love it. We're yeah. going to get deeper into our community, folks. <laughs> okay. This entire episode is a get rich tip. But what should us, you know, mm. lowly, <laughs> just robbing Peter to pay Paul entrepreneurs, what should we all be doing to get our finances tight? Where should the money be going? All right. If y'all, I'm already long-winded, so y'all bear with me. We got time. The first thing is it behooves us to break any poverty-based mindsets that we have around money. It's not our fault, right? They say we come into this world looking like our parents. We die looking like our decisions. So decide to consume a different type of information Mm -hmm. about money, Mm -hmm. right? And it could be starting one of the go-tos, right? Rich dad, poor dad, that type of stuff, cash flow quadrant. Just looking at money differently. Mm-hmm. Personal finances for dummies mm-hmm. was given to me by the, a very wealthy woman that said, study this book. This is literally the sort foundation. of foundation for how we think about money, mm-hmm. right? Beyond that, now let's say we're doing business. Cool, Marty. That was cute. I right. said good. Now I got how some do money. I make what, the money? Next? My homeboy JL said the fortune is in the follow-up. Okay. Most of us, we leave so much money on the table because we stopped the conversation mm-hmm. premature of the sale. We so damn afraid to ask for the sale, to mm-hmm. ask a person to click the link, to tell a person, this is how you sign up, right. to state your price and pause <laughs> and allow them the time to process, mm-hmm. right? Um, I like that. And so we don't always know the right ways to follow up. Okay. I say follow up with people where you met them. So a lot of people I meet in the DMs, I close in the DMs. I meet you in person. I'm going to get your phone number or whatever. We're going to get on the phone. And knock right? it out. Mm-hmm. When I would do B2B, when we had a marketing agency- it's about responding to proposals and going in and pitching. And you go in, in and you pitch and you ask for the business and you shake a hand and you get a check. Love it. Right. But the first part comes first. You got to understand that even with abundance thinking, even with affirmations and manifestations, you got to get comfortable asking for the sale 100%. and following up. Mm-hmm. Right. The worst that can happen is a person say, hey, I've decided to go in a different direction. And then we're back getting qualitative research. Hey, I don't want to press you, but originally you said you were interested in my class content that converts. Mm-hmm. You were on the live. This is why we're here. Mm-hmm. Right. So what? What made you change your tone? Because I can figure out, did I miscommunicate something mm-hmm. or did you find an alternative that suited you better for what you're looking for? But either way, you have an answer now that's going to help you make your offer better. Yeah. Cool. So I'm going to run down all the monies. Uh-huh. Right. But even I'll give them, I'll walk through just how we do things in the DMs. Mm-hmm. So everything for me would start from Instagram live and we're going to give you a trigger word. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, DM me the word content for more information. Right? If you want to know more, right? love it. From there, we've got automated quick replies. Mm-hmm. But the difference is I will step in manually. 
I'm going to get a list of names of people who saw this but didn't respond. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pull up on you like, yo, what's up, Asia? I love a voice hey, note. Hey, it's Marty. I know you had a question. Let's get into it. Right. Yes. And be willing to make that time. Because mm-hmm. I'm also looking at LTV, which is lifetime value. Mm-hmm. Not just selling you a class or a One course, time. Right? right. What does this thing really look like? Because we're about to be business partners at this point. You I love me? it. I'm excited. Right. But yeah, people got to follow up. And it takes some work. Yes, you can automate a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But knowing when to manually step in is critical. Whew, the money and the follow up. Man, I feel like you personally attacking me. <laughs> no, this is... This is, this is no. It's with love, but Me you, too. you are 100% right on that one. The bread is in the follow-up, y'all, and especially the mindset. Like you said, I can teach and you can teach a lot of stuff, a lot of strategies, a lot of tactics, a lot of information, a lot of like real life things that people need to know. Yeah. However, if mm-hmm. you so stuck in I'll never make it or mm-hmm. rich people are different from me, or I'm not qualified to have that, even deep down in your subconscious, we're never going to get to where we need to go because I'm not qualified to tear that down. I need you to talk to my dog, Reverend Ike, and watch his YouTube videos Mm -hmm. and you will learn and then come double back to me so we can make millions. It's important to study. I like reading biographies and autobiographies because your question seven, eight questions ago was like, it wasn't a straight path, was it? Right. Because for most people, it's not. I'm part of the reason why I tell my truth this way. If I can, as a grown man who had already traveled the world and launched multiple brands and made six figures, if I can humble myself and move back in with my mama, what I know you can get a roommate, bring in $600 of extra income, mm-hmm. use the first $600 to buy a class or a course, use the next $600 to make a down payment on a coach or a consultant, and then start putting... I know you can. Right. How can you not? Right. Right. What's your excuse? So... Breaking everything that we think about money, using the word investment as opposed to cost, just retraining all of this stuff. Yeah, Yeah, it's critical. I love it. I love it. That's such good advice. And anybody can do that. The library is open. Hello. Do that for free. Come on. They got plenty of books. Every time I go there, it's no lie, no wait. (laughs) You can get a whole laptop in Atlanta. I don't know how it is down here. (laughs) We love to see it. It's no excuses. And at least you can start with our podcast and our lives because that will help you significantly. Okay, next up. Shout out to my girl, Nicole, for this question. She's a very wealthy woman. Okay. Very successful. So she said, what is the cheapest way to show something to 100 million Americans? What is the cheapest way to show something to 100 million Americans? Mm -hmm. I would still reframe the question. Okay. Right. It really does depend on what that is. Mm-hmm. So for perspective, it's a little over 300 million Americans. Mm-hmm. Right. And she wants so if you want to show a third, you're pretty much talking about all adults. Mm-hmm. At this point, I would expect you to have a commodity mm-hmm. like water. Mm-hmm. If not, we haven't segmented your audience deep enough mm-hmm. because you're getting ready to have a whole bunch of inefficient spend. I'm not knocking it, Nicole. I get the question, right? If I do mass marketing, my target will live within the masses. Yeah, and fine. And I should be able to convert based off of eyeballs, Mm -hmm. right? But I would first say it's critical to figure out what that product is. And we don't have to start with a hundred million. Let's Mm -hmm. find the first critical 10 million and get it in front of them. You're still not from a cost perspective. You're still not going to beat what you can get on social media. Mm Mm-hmm. I would then do something similar to what you saw with the Super Bowl. Ads. That's exactly what I was thinking. Right? Super Bowl. That's so the what was only so way to get that many for, people at, like, yeah. in one time. So Even the though crypto it's going to cost ad, you a billion dollars. That's all right. 
the crypto ad that linked to a QR code, mm-hmm. now you can bring people into a funnel. Mm-hmm. Now you can bring people into a process that you own. Because there was a call to it. action Absolutely. and you have them on your platform. Absolutely. So it ain't even so much, how do I get in front of a hundred million? Do I know what to do with it once I get in front of a hundred million? Love it. So verify it on social, amplify it on the Super Bowl ad. Okay. Love it. Super Bowl ad. That means we going to the Super Bowl next year, sis. Can't wait. I got my outfit. I'm ready. Let's those, go. those ads are already probably bought and negotiated. For the next 10 years. So let's get, no, but you can get in there. You're okay. just going to have to bump somebody out. Well, so it's time. Money talks. Mighty knows somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to call done, somebody. We've done Super Bowl ads before. Yes. I love it. I love it. That is so massive. Okay. Next up, what should I have asked you? Yeah, this how we coming on the podcast. Can I come back for part two? If, Please. if the audience asks for it. Please. Mm, what should you have what asked? What did I not me? ask you that I should have? Because I don't know what I don't know. No, I think the questions were beautiful. They were organic and thoughtful and they get at the essence of me. I think one of the things that I probably could go deeper on mm-hmm. would be what does it really look like to put in the work? So social media, the reason why I tell people to post three to five times per day, that was my mantra for years. Mm -hmm. If you didn't study marketing, communication, advertising, PR, psychology, English, chances are you don't know how to communicate a message to get a person to take an action. So when do you plan on practicing? Exactly. Right. (laughs) What you're trying to do is avoid the pain of not meeting an expectation that you made up in the first place. Mm-hmm. So first I want you to post three to five times per day. I want you to ask me a question about resilience, right? So the first level is to weed out the people who are serious from the people that are BSing. Mm-hmm. If that just sounds intimidating and you like gotta be another way, <laughs> great. We are already person. weeding that out. <laughs> right. Right? The next thing is about mastery. Uh-huh. The reason why so many people struggle to sell is because they're trying to market mediocrity. Ooh. We don't need another me too thing that halfway performs up to its expectation or its promises. Mm -hmm. We need something going back to the research question that improves a person's life or their condition Mm -hmm. with accurate information about what it is and what they can expect to get from it. So getting to a level of mastery makes it very easy for you to have a market. There's not this uphill battle and all these sales objections. Because you're the only viable option. And because you keep talking to them. You're creating things that they want, not things that you think they want, mm-hmm. right? But the only way out is through. You got to so actually do it. Putting out this messaging, getting comfortable being uncomfortable, be it audio, be it video, be it lighting, be it writing, whatever way you got to get your message out, you got to put the work in. Ooh, I have nothing to add <laughs> because sure. I couldn't agree more as a person who has posted three times a day yeah. for 18 months. Yeah. Like, Hello, so I mean, I'm not making that up. Here's the upside, right? When you do it, ultimately, this doesn't have to be a lifestyle for forever. Right. One, you're going to build a repository of content that works. That I can just recycle And you can go back forever. and recycle Praise and God. repurpose and update it and make it current to where we are. Two, you're going to get real good at calling your shot. Eight ball corner pocket. Boom. Mm-hmm. I have stuff in my phone. If I need to make a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, I got content time. they hit every time. Yes. If I feel like it's I get another thousand followers, it's gonna hit every time, every right? Time. So I can literally call my shot, mm-hmm. right? From there, now this goes back to where you were saying about pay. Now I can amplify and scale the messages having, that have been proven to work instead of I can get rolling a dice. <laughs> And that's how the conversation in Miami ended, y'all. Picking up what I'm putting down. But so many people, you know, I'll poll my audience and say, who here has given Facebook $1,000 for ads and made no money? 
and everybody will say me. And then I'll say, okay, now show me your organic content. Show me what you proved works that you amplify. No, they just start with ads. And I don't know who taught that. <laughs> well, again, even if I would only recommend people start with ads if they have a towering strength and knowing how to run ads. Yeah, like right? been there, done that, wrote a book about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Or you must have a deep enough knowledge mm-hmm. around whatever your subject is to where once I get in front of you with an awareness, I can then win you over through a different way to communicate. What people are trying to do is jump to the front of the line mm-hmm. with something that has not been validated. Mm-hmm. Right. So here is with money they don't have. I know I'm just I, saying. What, they don't have, I, I, I'm just saying. I they don't have it. in the morning. <laughs> is we in the afternoon yet? I'm you, just saying. You're acting up. It's cool though because we are showing you better <laughs> ways to do it without it. all the capital. It is cool. Okay, so you just basically remixed your entire Instagram. Uh huh. You went dark on us. You shut uh-huh. it down. You came back with the Jordan logo, just mighty. <laughs> no, just no, just that's it. What was the motivation behind that? And what can we expect from the remixed version? Yeah. So a couple different things on a pure energy level. I wasn't happy with the energy mm. of the page over this sort of collection of time. Okay. Of the I'm time changing and growing as a person and there was stuff up there. And I wasn't, the new you. I can't keep peace in between post number four, post 57. So we can get rid of all this shit. Mm-hmm. Right. The bigger thing is doing what's called a repositioning, not mm-hmm. just a rebranding, but I want to reframe the way I look in your heart and in your mind. And it's going to be a journey of about 18 months. Mm-hmm. As I go from being just the solopreneur, as I go from being the talent, I want people to see we're building out a whole business. Mm-hmm. My business partner is here off camera because we got a system. We're going to be introducing different characters to the conversation. You'll get to peel behind the curtains and see where we screwed things up and you'll hear it in a way that needed to look different. So mm-hmm. we are in, let's call it week three or four of what's going to be 18 eight, month process. Yeah. So got it. A year and a half from now, the new people will hear remnants of the old stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the urban legend. Remember when sure. Marty was, no, I don't. Cause <laughs> um, I wasn't there. And then as like, I'm also a grown ass man now. So like I'm gonna be somebody husband, somebody dad, mm-hmm. and some and of the to content. Cut your some out. of the content, <laughs> you know, that, that phase of life done past. Gotcha, you yeah. outgrew it because you told us if you're looking for it, you better screenshot it now because it's get to it. Get on and do what you're gonna do. It's going away. It Don't is not coming do. back. I love that. It was like a full wipe. How long did that take to master so, all them posts? No, the old days it would take for forever. But now, now there's you like can a do, you yeah, can check yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get rid of it. Don't take long. That is hilarious. You funny. We'll just check it. Okay. So what is up next for the 100K campaign? Are we still going to get it? Because you were talking about you wanted to work with other entrepreneurs versus the everyday. Yep. Yep. So what's next? So it's going to come in phases. Three things. One will be... Like the Marvel Universe. Come on now. One will be me teaching the sort of next version of some of our tried and true stuff. Mm -hmm. So we're working on content that converts 2.0. Right? Exactly. How do you modify your content strategy for where we are now? Mm-hmm. The original is a really great foundational way to think about messaging and how does everything work. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to get super focused. So if you want to grow followers, here's the strategy. Gotcha. You, you want to build community, okay. lean into So this. results driven, this is what you do to get this. Got Absolutely. It. Love it. And we're peeling back, again, all the layers. Mm-hmm. We've taken all of the FAQs and turned those into mini videos. Madi, I don't know what to post today. I'm going to remind you, hey... Whenever you feel yourself coming up on a roadblock, 
do this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. If you need more information, look here. Right. So it's going to be designed the way we ask questions in mind, Mm -hmm. as well as some live teaching. So phase one is still me teaching. Phase two is our team then teaching what we do. Mm -hmm. So for example, I don't run the pay ads that people will start to see. Our other business partner does. Mm -hmm. And so he'll be the voice teaching those things. Right. From there, we'll take phase three, which is our students have had amazing success and my friends and family and people that I know got integrity Mm -hmm. because I think the industry is so scattered at this point. You don't Mm -hmm. know who to trust, Mm -hmm. right? We don't know if these people are real, if the screenshots are real. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to create what will feel like powered by 100K campaign. Oh, things that you can trust. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to have to put a stamp on it. <laughs> for sure. For I sure. love it. Right? So that's I think going. that is very cool. Yeah. That is exciting. Of course, I will link everything that he gives me into the show notes, you guys. You ain't got to go looking for it. It's going to be right there, ready to party. I have one more thing to it. Yes, right? please. Um, and this will, where we were first focusing on how you make 100K in a year. Yeah. We want to normalize what it looks like to make 100K in a year, a month, or a day. Sign right? me up for the so day. So imagine coming to a conference <laughs> where... You can chart your own learning path. Perfect. If I'm looking to learn from 100K in a year, there are classes here. here gotcha. Right? You already, you made 680 last year. And yeah. You're trying to get to, to that million. Pop into this, this room. It's going to be nine of y'all in there. Gotcha. And the person teaching going to be certified. Love it. Put yeah. me in the 100K a day class. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I like a fast track to success. Come I don't got on, time for no shit. You see, I'm, I'm mapped out. I got I things it. to do back here. Things are coming for y'all. And it's I'm real. getting that 100K a day class. Okay, my very last question for you, and this just pains me to get to the last question because I could literally. You're about to put me out. That's what that is. I wear my welcome. No, let's go get a drink after this. All right, let's do it. Okay. But what is the get rich read of the week? What book should the culture be tapping into? And I know it's such an impossible question because there's so many, but just hit me with one. Or what did you read recently that knocked your socks off? It was a reread, okay. understanding where I'm at now. It's called Great by Choice. Okay. So this is the follow-up to the book Good to Great. Mm-hmm. Um, Good to Great was written in 2001. Jim Collins. Great by Choice was 2011. So mm-hmm. imagine a book that's over 10 years old, but I'm like, it's surgical enough for this to be my answer. Mm. Right? It's a couple of different things that they pull out of it. One thing is called a concept called productive paranoia. Okay. What that's that? where your business is so successful. You but you're thinking about the future and you're still creating as if we starving and we shooting in the gym. Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. Keep running the bag up. Like we starving. Love Absolutely. It. Right. Love Productive it. paranoia Love in the it. sense of how do we make sure we got enough cash and reserves Forever. to pay the team and weather the storms of sales going up and down. Mm-hmm. Right. Whether that even happens or not. Whether it happens gotcha. or not. Like it's bulletproof a, in your business. It's a culture. Love right? it. Right. One of the things that leads to that, there's a concept where they say fire bullets, mm-hmm. then cannonballs. Mm-hmm. So test small, similar to what we just mm-hmm. talked about with the Super Bowl ad. Mm-hmm. Test small and then fire a big shot at a target, mm-hmm. right? But illustrated within the book, they look at companies and the analogies between these companies that have functioned this way and the two people who were on a journey to the South Pole. Okay. Right? Here is what most people do. On their good days... They overcommit and they overwork. <laughs> and on your bad days, you rest and throw yourself a pity party. Mm-hmm. Right? And do less than nothing. And you do less than nothing. And mm-hmm. you think that that averages out to being productive. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. The concept is called a 20-mile march. Team A 
on their good days, they marched 30 miles. When it rained, they didn't go anywhere. Mm. Right? Team B marched 20 miles every day regardless. No excuses. What it does is it trains you to restrain yourself Mm -hmm. when things are going well. Conserve some of that energy so that you have it on the days when it's not going well. Mm. And if you average that out, let's say two days, 20, 20, I average out to 20. Mm -hmm. For them, 30 and zero averages out to 15. Mm. Okay, gotcha. And so it's not just about, again, we all have those days where you're like, I can keep working. 100%. I can keep going. Right? 14 hours. And the other day, your, your ass can't get out of the bed. At all. It ain't nothing you can do to muster up, Ugh. right? No pep talk. Cancel my calls. Nobody quote. I'm like, I need to be able to record a reel from the bed. Yeah. Right? That's all I got. <laughs> but training, and especially when you start talking about building companies and culture, because mm-hmm. it's got to grow beyond us, right? Mm-hmm. We should have people who follow in the culture that you've established. Amen. Not just right? looking for me, because I'm tired. Absolutely. <laughs> So how do you end up having a culture that where you're going to lead leaders mm-hmm. who then lead people and everybody's bought into this process of like, we're going to continue to march no matter what, no matter what. I love it. Yeah. I think that's a great place to leave it. Of course, I will link the book in the show notes for you guys. Woo. <laughs> this is why I was blowing you up in DMs because I, I knew I that. that you were going to give us a masterclass on the podcast. On a noon or what afternoon? What day of the week is today? Thursday. Yeah, it's meant to be. When you finally brought your butt to Miami. No, I appreciate you. It was meant to be. And I'm gonna say this for real because you got to give people their flowers in real time. It's one of the best interviews I've had. I appreciate the research. I appreciate the questions. The flow of the conversation. Well done. Thank you. Period. I City feel like I'm, up I, got, I got more left in me. So if the if the people <laughs> see fit, I definitely do a part two. Say less. He already put it on the show. Like it's recorded now. It's receipts. Like no audio and visual. He can't say he didn't say it. Perfect. Done. Done and done. That is happening. It was such a pleasure to have you. Likewise. Like this just made my day. This made the people's day. Y'all get in his DMs. Follow him. Learn everything you can. Screenshot his shit because you never know when he's gonna (laughs) just change his mind and be like revamp. So if I was you. Put it in Google Photos. Name and Mighty, because those are gems that you are not going to get anywhere else. And read them damn books. Like, the library is open, y'all. Stop asking me silly questions. Can I add one more thing? I'm sorry. Please. It's so... It is impossible to run out of content if you read. I tell people that all the time. Impossible. You can summarize the book. You can use the chapters as basis for creating content. You can literally take people through the process of the journey. Every time you read, you're going to go on some type of emotional experience. It's Mm going to break some limiting beliefs. It's going to strengthen some other ones. You're going to learn a new tool, tip, technique. Mm -hmm. And then this, you're asking people, cuts out the noise of just walking in the bookstore, going on Amazon and going, what should I read? Like I gave you guys a small nugget, a great by choice. Stop remixing the answer and go get that book. Right. Like and go read get the book the you're thing. recommending. Mm-hmm. And those become the fast tracks at the front of the line. Mm. Yeah. Reading is the answer, my friends. I don't want y'all to go back to college. I just want you to go to the library. Come on. That's it. I'm trying Come to on. save you $100,000 worth of debt and five <laughs> years worth of your life. Let's do it. That's a perfect place to leave it. Thank you, Marty. Love y'all. I will see you next week. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you've learned something amazing, let's continue the conversation. Follow me on Instagram at get rich or get drunk trying and tell me what you took from today's show. Then tap in at get rich or get drunk trying.com to get all the details and links from today's episode. 
I cannot wait to get rich with you next time. Until then, peace.